0: You're listening to The Lit Lounge, a podcast for readers and book lovers. Join us, a group of friends, English teachers and bookworms, as we chat about our love of all things literary and share our reading habits. hello my name is susan stokes chapman and i'm the author of pandora a novel set in georgian london which is a loose reinterpretation of the greek myth pandora's box you are listening to lit lounge
1: hello and welcome back to the lit lounge oh harmonious Um, we are starting off kicking off 2023 um with uh some hopeful uh ideas of what we are going to read what we're going to have time to read um and what we're going to enjoy uh this year um we uh don't have beth with us anymore um she has uh <laughs> yeah she's left us um high and dry no she has um gone on to bigger and better things um it's, yeah ever since that film with tom cruise she's been yeah. in
0: hollywood yeah it's
1: the hollywood <laughs> red carpet calling her obviously <laughs> um so we have invited um to uh new but old oldie but newy guests old. back uh yeah <laughs> not <young>. that old <laughs> <laughs> fresh-faced um <laughs> participants um so we've got circa uh, back again hello. um and we've got um grace as well hello there we go um so we are uh, going to be talking today like i said about uh all of the reads that we're going to be doing um uh, and before we do that um laura's going to tell you all about a very exciting uh little challenge that we've got up our sleeves for you uh yes so um last year some of
0: you might remember we did the um reading challenge which was for all year groups um but this year we're taking it up a notch and it's the read harder challenge this year so um if you want to take part essentially we've got five books for you to read um well five prompts to help you decide on books to read and five challenges for you to do Mm -hmm. uh, that include things like create a bookstagram photo we've got some creative writing in there bookmark yeah lots of things just to get your creative juices flowing um and just to get you really thinking about the books that you've read this year or are going to read this term so keep your eyes and ears um peeled i was gonna say peeled but i don't think you keep your ears peeled but keep, we can try. Keep yes. the, keep a yeah <laughs> finger yeah, on the button. The wax out. <laughs> what other idioms can I come up with? Um, keep, keep listening and looking because that will be coming to your learning coach soon, and um, you can get the challenge sheets from me or Rose uh, next week. And there will be some amazing prizes. Yes. A couple of prizes in store for you that we are currently
1: working on. Yeah, bookish prizes, uh, not only for the winner, um, but also for um, runner-ups as well, so... Mm. uh yeah there's lots of freebies to bag which is quite exciting isn't it
0: definitely and we want to see some things that we can steal and put on our Uh, lit lounge instagram maybe on the podcast too that'd be Mm. great
1: yeah so um as it is january and it is a traditional time of year to uh make some new resolutions um and think about what we want to kind of uh divert our attention to um, we are going to talk today about um our hopeful reads of 2023 the ones that we hope we're going to find time and energy and uh love to sink in to um so so would you like to start us off with your whistle stop tour yes. yeah, yeah that
2: is fine um happy new year so I normally set myself a reading challenge each year just because I'm an avid uh, Goodreads and Storygraphs
1: uh, user. Goody two-shoes. Just about. (laughs) I I like cataloguing things. Okay. Um, So last
2: year I set myself 40 books to read and I read 52. Wow. That is very impressive. So this year my goal is 60. Wow. Uh, which I worked out is five a month. So let's see how I how I go. I feel really bad now. I put mine as twenty.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> so much better. Low balling.
3: Yeah. <laughs> when when mine is one like, book. <laughs> Grace is one book. Yeah. <laughs> But I just thought I'd make my way off. I'd like to than, yeah. finish one. <laughs> yeah, I like is the, the goal. <laughs> I
0: like the ambition though. That's uh, Well, I think you'll hit it if you did 52. It's just something I like to,
2: to try and strive for and kind of remind me and see. Yeah. Um, so I have a few on my to read list, and I have loads of books just hogging up shelf space that I need to get to. Um, But some that I was given last year was the second and third in the Richard Osman uh, Thursday Murder Club.
1: Yes. And in a past episode, I've talked about the first one and my enjoyment of that. And I haven't come around to reading those yet. So yeah, tell us a little bit about them.
2: So they are a uh, set of books that follow the Thursday Murder Club, which are a pair of, not a pair, a group of geriatrics who mm. uh, live in this kind of like elderly community and they just stumble upon uh, murders and mysteries <laughs> that they end up sorting out. But they're just really funny and kind of nice and light to read. Very endearing, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're very endearing and very sweet and... The the mysteries are well set up and they're not I wouldn't say they're too predictable or anything. So I think they're they keep you on your toes. Yeah. Um but they're just very easy to read and kind of you don't want to pull away. So I was given those, so I want to finish those Mm -hmm. this year. I think they'd be a nice uh break from uh the day to day because I've been getting into mystery a lot more recently um so those two are on my list but then i have another author who i really like uh taylor jenkins reed who's oh, written yes. seven husbands of evelyn hugo and uh, daisy jones and the six i've uh, read both
3: of those actually, yeah I've daisy finished.
2: jones and the six is one of my favorite books i read last year because i just really like her writing style they're making that into a movie or a, uh, movie, a six episode oh,
1: mini yeah. s- series th- yeah, yeah. think. I think um, that's been really big on TikTok as
3: well. Actually, has yeah. had a lot
1: of lot of sort of um, noise around it. Yeah,
2: I think the, yeah they definitely are on BookTok. Which is it the
3: Malibu Rising that you're? Malibu Rising, in? I want to
2: read. And um, Carrie Soto is back. Is her mm-hmm. most recent one that was in 2020, and I picked that up 2022, and I picked that up a few weeks ago. And what um, is what's that about? There, Carrie Soto is back. Is about a tennis star that I think kind of took a step back from. Uh, professionally competing and then she goes back into it after a scandal Um, but they're all very they all have kind of the split narrative of they're all historical fiction but they have the characters in the present day as well kind of reflecting on their lives Mm. and it has this kind of memoir Mm. um sort of tone to it. Mm. I do dislike certain things in both of those books. Yeah. There's one, there's really cheesy little twists at the end that it's like, oh, it was your daughter all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> kind of that. But no
3: spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Um, but just things like that. But I like them overall and I like her writing style. The characters are really cool and I just yeah, kind of are. like the female, like the, the women she portrays yeah. as the narrator voice. Yeah, Daisy Jones boys. is quite a
3: cool character, isn't yeah, she?
2: Yeah, she is. And Evelyn Hugo is just really cool yeah, as well. She She's just very glamorous and just... She has some really sweet scenes. She chips her tooth in one of the um, scenes in the book and she's kissing the TV because she knows one of the uh, characters who's getting a, an Oscar, I think. And she chips her tooth because she's so enthusiastic about it. Oh, I, I hate the idea of chipping oh, the no, tooth. Oh, no, it's horrible. And I've done that, so maybe I just found that
1: endearing. I was like, oh, that's, that's oh, You're cute. like, you are me. <laughs> Sometimes. Were you kissing <laughs> a TV, yeah. there at the time?
2: No, I uh, banged it on my friend's head oh yeah we were in sports class when i was 16 and i was tickling her and it just went wrong <laughs>
1: yeah. and i still have the ship so. when tickling goes wrong oh, yeah i was just i was just being a nuisance
2: um so yes i think that's my but yeah my goal is 60 so i'll keep you updated throughout the year if i come back on yeah
0: how sure. it's going.
1: Good. really really ambitious awesome <laughs> laura what about you what are you hoping to read this year
0: so i am doing my own read harder challenge um which is um like a sort of international one from some website I find um yeah. and it's got lots of it's a really I did it a couple of years ago, and um it really sort of broadened my horizons with reading. I was sort of stuck in the same genre, reading the same authors quite a lot, yeah. so um I decided to do it I think in maybe the first lockdown um because the right because the prompts are just really. A really wide range like there's read a novel about a trans character written by a trans author or um read an independently published book by a BIPOC author so there's loads of like really um different sort of authors that they ask you to look for and it's kind of not just like like oh I've got this book on my shelf I can read that one and that'll take that off. Mm. Um, so I'm going for that again this year, um, and I've got a couple on there that are quite random. Um, so one of them is read a, a historical fiction book set in an Eastern country. So I'm going to read Pachinko by Min Jin Lee, mm. um, which came out a couple of years ago now, and it's kind of like an intergenerational saga. Of this family in early 1900s Japan, and I think it follows like uh, one woman as she sort of um, goes through. um, Oh, yeah. So she starts. Sorry, it starts in Korea and and then goes into Japan, but it follows her story of like um, growing up and then like the hardship of what was happening in her life at that time. And I'm I'm assuming it's going to go through like a lot of things that happened in that time. If it started in 1900s, maybe it will go through like war and things as well mm. um it's
1: my kind of book my kind of read k, k- lit has become really um popular lately as well mm. hasn't it like that i've seen a lot of like korean authors who um have suddenly kind of really broken through into western mm. audiences i think i've got um concerning my mother which is by a korean um author uh, mm. which is on my on my bookshelf at the moment and i keep meaning to read but it's, it's just so nice to read things from different perspectives and different cultures that you would never necessarily pick up. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it just like it's had a lot of sort of buzz
0: around this book um recently. I don't think it's a book top book, but I've mm. seen quite a lot of like recommendations for it um by different people. So that's definitely gonna be one of mine. Um and then another one I'm gonna look at is um for a non fiction book about BIPOC or queer history. Um this is a book that I wanted to read for ages it's called And the Band Played On. Um and it's like a non-fictional account of the um AIDS epidemic. Mm. Um but it's like a massive really chunky book. <laughs> um and it just talks about all the sort of like um uh homophobia and like the the hard how hard it was during that pandemic. Um like for people just to to get support. Um, and sort of
1: the travesties that come along with it. So for anyone who's uh, maybe listened to it, uh, watched it's a sin, yeah. and like t- found that quite moving and quite like yeah. groundbreaking. Like maybe reading mm-hmm. into it a bit more depth, like you are going to. I be...
0: think I think this one is like focusing on America and sort of the way the government kind of mm-hmm. tried to cover up the pan- like the uh, the pandemic when it started. Oh, okay. Um,
1: a bit conspiracy theory esque, but.
0: Um, y- Yeah, not really, because they did, didn't they? They really, they really tried to downplay it, and there was they was so much wrapped up in keeping the truth about it mm, yeah. secret. And, yeah, there was a lot of sort of hearsay about. I mean, that's how the conspiracy. Like they were
1: actually actively involved in a conspiracy.
0: Yeah, totally. Like, to cover up. Yeah, um, and I just think it's a, a really interesting story, especially as we've just been through a pandemic. To mm. see like what the differences are and. Um, how it was for people. So there are two of my to be reads this year. Mm, sound good, mm.
3: Grace? How about you? This is hard to follow now because <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel very prepared for this. But I haven't put that much thought into what I'm reading this year. But um I started Untamed, which I know you read. I love that. And I only I only got a chapter or two in. I can't remember why I put it down again. Oh, it was on my Kindle. And I kind of broke my Kindle. So I now have my Kindle back and I will start reading Untamed again. Have you got a
1: new Kindle? Or you've actually managed to fix no, the well old the Kindle? The charger was
3: just not charging oh, okay. it. Oh. So, um, but yeah, so Untamed is one of them and I really enjoyed it uh, the first few chapters. Mm. Um it's really and powerful. I like Glennon. Yeah, Glennon Doyle is. It's Glennon Doyle, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, that. And then the second one is How to Kill Your Family, which I know you read as well, um, which is Bella Mackey. And I read one of her books before and enjoyed it. I don't really know much about How to Kill Your Family. uh, So I did have a look. Yeah, Uh, It's about a a woman living in London who finds out her family has treated her mother terribly and she decides she's going to hump them down.
1: Yeah, she wants revenge on her family, basically. Um, How do you normally choose what you're going to read then? Do you have like any kind of system at all? Or do you just randomly
3: pick? Um, Not really. Well, one of my good friends constantly recommends books to me so I kind of go off that and then I read a lot of I read quite a few Irish authors as well so if I know it's an Irish person that's read it which isn't really as great as you can. <laughs> lots of Trusting different... only the Irish word. Um, <laughs> or I just take a walk around like Waterstones or something like that and see what, and what and takes see what names names. my fans that's, that's what I like nice. doing really. Mm. Um, I like that though because
0: like, you've got the freedom then to, to yeah. like, I vote, like, with this list, like, this list is really good, but obviously I am sort of, what's the word Restricted, like, in a way. Yeah, it's nice to just go into a bookshop and yeah. pick something up. I think to be that's fair, something. that's
3: how I pick a lot of my books, is just go into a bookshop. Mm. Go with your gut. Yeah. Yeah. Do you spend a long time when you're in there choosing? Yeah, I do. I Yeah, I do. I pick up a lot and then put them down. And I have a big to-be-read list, mm. to be fair, like, but I don't... Yeah, I need to try and set myself a goal. Like, I don't think I. I think if I set myself a goal, I'd actually try and meet it. But I'd, I never do. I never say oh, I'm going to read sixty books or fifty books or ten.
0: There is a thing now, isn't there, about just collecting books and not actually reading them. Like, I, like I know I do it. I buy books. Uh, someday I'll read this. But mm-hmm. I have no intention of actually reading it in the near future. I just want
1: that book They're just yeah pretty. to have yeah it's
2: pretty to have and it's like oh yeah. I'll get to it
1: one day I think that's a part of being a book fan as well like you you want to be surrounded by them and having that, that option I remember like I lived in Thailand for a year and because obviously they don't speak English over there like finding English books became like really difficult so once you've had that kind of like drought of like having English books anywhere near you you get really it used to fill me with panic like when I'd start to get to the end of my book I'd be thinking oh my gosh if this runs out I've got nothing to read like there's a real fear around that Mm. because you can't just pick something up so I think like a lot of people they find comfort in having things that they can just Mm. slide off a shelf very easily and have it near to hand if they fancy it
0: Mm. like but also but it's also about having books that are pretty yeah, <laughs> just having a book because it's such a lovely cover or a lovely edition mm. of it. Yeah, thinking I will read that and That's then the materials never get
1: round
2: yeah. <laughs> I've gotten really into hardbacks recently, like oh, over the past few years. They take years. up some
1: space. As well. They do. Mm. I have
2: like piles of hardbacks that I've kind of put on top of my shelves, just like decoratively, like five Aww. and but just I find them in charity shop all the time, and I'm like, oh, this is a really pretty edition, or it's like I will buy a book that I've already read in a hardback because I'm like oh I really like this one I may as well like get the pretty version
1: <laughs> your floorboards well. are like creaking under the weight of <laughs> hardbacks is, they are they are there's, there's there's a lot
3: of books yeah
1: I, I um the- I actually fit like itemized if you've if you've seen on our Instagram account you'll have seen a, a little reel that I did um just before Christmas I think where. I went on a Google Sheets and itemized each of the mm-hmm. books that are in my in my um, in my house that are unread. <laughs> like I just went through them all <laughs> and put them all down, and I thought, right, now I've got a checklist mm-hmm. because I kept buying more, and I knew that I don't have the space for loads and loads more. But it's scary when you actually look. Like I was stre- like you stream through, and you're like, oh my gosh, that is yeah. hundreds of books yeah. that I haven't actually ever picked up it's just I easy isn't it I have.
0: It's,
1: there's
2: boxes in my in my attic there's it's dangerous just, there's just they're all, <laughs>
1: everywhere
0: it's easy to pick a book though isn't it with the intention of going to read it yeah and then you actually get home and think oh oh yeah I've got that one still yeah yeah and there's that one oh and I've got that one and I'm going to read next you get and, swept away when you're in yeah. bookshops. that's the problem yeah like if I did if I went to Waterstones and just I'd end up buying Tens, I think, because I've like, I want that,
1: and I, I want that, I want that. One of each, isn't nice <laughs> Yeah, everything. Nice <laughs> it's like a treat to go in and yeah,
3: pick up some books and books yeah, yeah, the really other good. one actually was Midnight Library, which my friend gave to me. That's on my a different list. Friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, she actually gave me her copy of the book, so I have that as well. So I need to, yeah, We should theory. read it at the same time.
1: Apart from you get like three pages in and then give up, and I'd be like, Have you read chapter S- six? Past?
3: Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Just because my TBR is Chris small. <laughs> It help it might help to keep you like uh, yeah it'll be like it'll be like the one i the last one i read yeah we can have a book club, yeah.
1: oh, a book club i, don't, we, I yeah. don't have
3: that book wow. i'll just stick
1: with pachinko <laughs> <laughs> you can go to waterstones <laughs> <Can't afford it.
3: laughs> um right well, I can actually read. i'm ahead of you all because i uh did read some pages of it all oh, day. so oh, there okay. you go you've got a head start on us
1: you're like there take uh, the catch me. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> um yeah so uh i'm gonna talk about my uh book that i'm reading at the moment that i started just after christmas um so it's my first read of the year um and it's not exactly a happy one it's um it's called columbine and it's by a man called dave cullen and he has really thoroughly um, researched the um, 90s tragedy of uh, the Columbine shootings um, with uh, Dylan Klebold and uh, Eric Harris. And uh, for those, of they, those that don't really know about that, like, it's really fascinating to kind of like look into. Um, so 13 deaths uh, occurred in a school shooting in um, America. Um, um, but what Dave Cullen has kind of done is not fictionalised it, but written it as though in the style of a fiction, mm. um, so that you really feel like the, you know, these people, like it feels like they're characters, you kind of like get an insight into their mind and, um, and he's researched it so thoroughly that everything he's kind of, uh, put down even at the back, there's this big chunk, um, of kind of citations of where he found this knowledge like why he knows that that boy felt that at that time or um and it paraphrasing from the killers as well mm. um so it's been a really fascinating read um really i've had to stop and have little like cries every now and again because it is really quite like uh emotional um knowing that it's you know something that happened to people and and uh their families it was one um, of like the,
0: the biggest ones as well wasn't mm-hmm. it of the what was sorry the shooting It's like goes
1: down, doesn't it? It's one of those. Yeah, it's such a big. It's such an epic occurrence. I think because it was uh, one of the first that was like streamed live on television while it was happening, Mm -hmm. and the one of the first to have like survivors who have mobile phones, so they could phone the media while it was happening saying that there's a killer in my school there's a shooter there's or multiple shooters but the main thing I kind of feel about the, what I've read so far is that it, there's a confusion such confusion about there was no protocols or no kind of like anything in place for mm-hmm. this to happen and um and just the the kind of fear surrounding it and yeah there's just so much like in it that it makes you think and makes you wonder and um down to like kind of idea is a lot of it is about the aftermath of the shootings and how the community rebuilds how it's affected um but a lot of it is about why like why those two boys um only just turned 18 would would want to inflict that upon their classmates and their teachers so, yeah, it's not exactly a happy read by any means, but I have found it like being interested in like psychology and people's like behavior like and particularly being a teacher as well, like mm. getting getting to, like really to grips and trying to work out the why of um particularly eric who who's kind of classed as a psychopath, um yeah, like trying to figure out what could have been done to stop it or what, how do you how do you see the signs before something like that kind of explodes. But um yeah so that's the first one I want to finish. I'm not far off. I think I'm like 73% through it according to StoryGraph. Mm. Um and then um I also really want to read a book which Beth got me um as a secret Santa, not so secret, Secret Santa. Um <laughs> called The Lost Apothecary. Um and that is um although I don't know loads about it, it's kind of set on uh, set around a, a woman who's an apothecary who uh uses her skills to uh diagnose different poisons for women to give to uh difficult or uh nasty men in their lives. Ooh. So <laughs> <It's like laughs> a big sensor. up the revenge yeah. <laughs> always needed. Yeah, so from, from shootings to poisonings, that's what my 2023 will be Involve.
0: We've also had the Thursday Murder Club. Oh yeah, Um, how to kill, how to kill your family. Yeah, it's another theme. It's
1: a bloodthirsty (laughs) theme evolving. (laughs) (laughs) We all need an outlet. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All the kids quaking in their boots. Yeah, all of (laughs) us are going down a dark path this year. Mm. Um, So, uh, if you're interested in hearing about what we think about any of these reads once we've uh, finished them, then please continue listening. um, for any of our kind of uh, updates and reviews, um, definitely you want to get involved in the Read Harder Challenge. Um, that's mm. something that's going to hopefully kind of spur you into reading this year.
0: And those challenges, the five book prompts, are taken from the Read Harder Challenge that I'm doing. So, if you'd like the sign of any of the prompts that I mentioned there will be very similar ones on there for
1: you yeah and let us know if you are going to read more books than circa <laughs> i've really committed to this yeah let us know if you're gonna beat grace as well <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you so much for listening guys have a good one bye, bye. bye.
3: listening to the lit lounge the podcast for readers and book lovers thanks for joining us remember to join in the conversation
0: by following us on social media using the handles linked in our description you can also leave a voice note to be featured in future episodes through the voice response feature on anchor we'll catch you next time but for now keep reading The music used in this episode and for all of our episodes is created by Ixen. You can download this and other fantastic tracks on SoundCloud. Links are in the description.